Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is brought to you by the Anxiety Slayer Academy. We've been offering a free podcast for almost nine years to help anyone suffering with anxiety find relief. Now we're helping you go deeper by providing step-by-step support on how you can get the best experience from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. Visit the Anxiety Slayer Academy and get your free Anxiety Slayer starter course at anxietyslayer.teachable.com. Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my wonderful friend and co-host Ananga Sivier. We come together weekly from Kent and Leelanau to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you and answer listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. Together, we share a powerful collection of techniques to reduce anxiety. Welcome back, Ananga. It's always a pleasure to co-host Anxiety Slayer with you. Hey, Shan. Before we begin today's podcast, we'd like to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Our private group is growing every day, and we created this group to interact with you privately in a safe circle of love and support. You can join us there for our weekly podcast, self-care tips, and supportive teachings to look after your precious mind. You can easily find us on facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash anxiety slayer. Today, we'll be discussing anxiety and the caffeine connection. This is something we're going to be looking at in the anxiety trigger section of our upcoming Anxiety Slayer First Responder series, Anxiety Attacks. I'm so glad we're talking about this, Ananga. Caffeine is so much a part of anxiety. Yeah, this is something we talked about quite a while ago on the podcast and had a really involved response from our listeners. And I figured it was time we talked about it again for reminding us all that caffeine's a real culprit in provoking anxiety and anxiety symptoms. And also for new listeners who've joined us since we last talked about this. There are so many symptoms caused by caffeine, but some of the ones that are most prevalent include sleep disturbance, adrenal fatigue, and interference with natural dopamine and adrenaline production. These are really big issues. The other thing is that as much as we think it does, coffee doesn't give us energy. It actually sets off a reaction in the body that provokes stress hormones to give us a burst of alertness, but this is often confused with energy. In other words, caffeine jolts the body into the flight or fight mode. Yeah, and that's not going to feel good for anyone who's suffering with anxiety because that peaked adrenaline state that comes with anxiety and anxiety attacks is what really can tip us over into a heavy anxiety episode. So anything that brings up adrenaline and flight or fight is not helpful. We often talk about the importance of having a well-rested body and mind being an important factor in anxiety recovery. So you can see how caffeine doesn't help us get that well-rested body or mind. Yeah, what tends to happen with caffeine is we get caught in a dependent cycle very easily where it disrupts our sleep so we aren't sufficiently rested. Then we wake up feeling sluggish and slow to get going, so we reach for the coffee to give us a boost. 
And because we feel tired when we're trying to get going, we might drink more coffee or energy drinks throughout the day. And then that accumulated caffeine will disrupt our sleep that night. And so we go again. I remember when I used to work in London in a busy office job when I first left school, I used to drink a lot of coffee and I was starting to to suffer the effects. I was suffering with anxiety anyway. And one day I decided to just stop drinking coffee. And for a month, I was literally falling asleep on my desk. My head would just hit the desk and I was down and out. So it, it really does have quite an effect on us. And of course, later in this episode, we'll be talking about how to ease off coffee in a more healthy way than I did. Well, and that, you know, that, that's the thing. When you do wean yourself off of coffee, and I say wean yourself off of which, you know, you, you just stopped. I still drink coffee, but I might not even get through a whole cup or I have a, a cup and that's it. And it's generally early in the morning. And then I don't have caffeine again for the rest of the day. And sometimes I'll replace it with tea. And sometimes I don't have anything. I don't feel like I have to have that cup. But I did test it to find out, do I like coffee? Has this become just a habit where I have that cup of coffee? Because I think for so many people, it is a habit. We know caffeine is a stimulant. And that often sounds like a good thing when we're feeling tired and when we feel like we need more energy. But this means something completely different to anxiety sufferers. Let's talk about that. Yeah, caffeine gives a sense of energy, but it gives an edgy energy and it can make us feel unsettled. So very often on the podcast, we, we look to Ayurveda for insights into our nutrition and, and our well-being. So I'd like to talk about that for a couple of minutes. Ayurveda is India's ancient science of life, and it teaches that overstimulation of the nervous system is the main underlying cause of anxiety. Very often we get letters from our listeners saying, I don't know what's causing it. If only I knew what was causing my anxiety, I could do something about it. So Ayurveda teaches that the main underlying cause is overstimulation. So stimulants are not going to be helpful. Of course, we also talk about stimulation socially, stimulation through too much incoming information and via the media, and that's also something to bear in mind. But here we're talking about a drink, which actually is a strong stimulant. So Ayurveda teaches that coffee is an addictive stimulant and it's also astringent, which means it's drying in nature. So it's counter-hydrating, which is particularly disruptive for one of the body types in Ayurveda, which we often reference called vata. The vata type is one of the three Ayurvedic types and it's the type most prone to anxiety. Coffee provokes all three of the body types in Ayurveda, but it's vata that really becomes more unsettled and more prone to anxiety by the taking of caffeine. And Ayurveda considers caffeine and coffee to be a cause in the development of insomnia, adrenal exhaustion, chronic fatigue syndrome, and anxiety. Really makes you uh, look at coffee differently, for sure. It does. And if we're in a relationship with it, is really what to look at when you say, but I have to have my coffee. Yeah, right. You know, you're in a relationship. Yes. And it's, you know, something to consider. We hear about, you know, breaking up with narcissists and <laughs> leaving toxic relationships. This is something to consider whether we need to break this relationship up. And we're going to have to do it carefully over time with alternatives and extra hydration. But when we say, but I need my, we're in a relationship with a food item or, or another substance. 
Just a little more on Ayurveda and coffee over at Banyan Botanicals, which we often refer our listeners to for their Ayurvedic herbs. Somebody there described getting energy from coffee as being similar to borrowing money on a credit card. Well, that was a really good thing to think about. Coffee appears to give instant energy, just like a loan appears to give instant money, but at a high cost. You pay high interest and it's your kidneys and adrenals that have to pay back. And once we get used to using coffee for boosts and energy, the stronger the desire to drink coffee is anytime we feel tired. And this cycle will soon put us in energy debt, uh, referring back to your example, with the disturbed nervous system. And the remedy is gradually chasing coffee out, combined with drinking lots and lots more water, taking extra rest, just being really mindful of what you're putting in your body. We often talk about that. And you can start by replacing coffee with a black tea that has some caffeine in it. And you can move away from there. I know sometimes for you, Ananga, you like to drink chai. Yeah. And that has some caffeine in it compared to the teas that you normally drink. Yeah, I'll, I'll go for paka chai, which is only 20% black tea. Right. And then other spices like cinnamon and cardamom. They're so good. Some Ayurvedic practitioners teach that cardamom reduces the effects of caffeine. So I think it's uh, Monica Bloom, who's a very good person to listen to, great uh, teacher of Ayurveda, writer about Ayurveda. I think she gave the tip that adding cardamom to coffee. Of course, not everyone likes the taste of cardamom. I personally love it. Yeah, I do too. But but uh, my daughter can't stand the sight or smell of it <laughs> and uh, really thinks that chai is quite a revolting aroma. Well, what does she know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can get um, decaf tea, preferably with decaffeinated with spring water rather than a chemical process. And again, with coffee, decaffeinated coffee, it still is a little astringent by nature. But one coffee alternative I really have grown to love is dandelion root coffee. Really tastes good. It's yeah. very nice. It doesn't sound necessarily so appealing, but it's very good. And it's good for your liver. It's actually you know, good for you. It's, it's, it's a healthy thing to drink. Also, red bush tea. I have um, a cup here on my desk of red bush tea, which is not astringent, not drying, and naturally doesn't contain any caffeine at all. That's a really nice tea. Um, if you like a, a tea with some milk rather than clear herbal teas, I do in the morning like some milk in my tea. I like a nice warm almond milk kind of tea when I get up. So that's not going to be green tea or herb tea or chamomile tea. So red bush tea would be my, my go-to then. Mm, thank you. Well, I think that to, to recap, what's most relevant for all of our listeners today to note is that caffeine truly can spark anxiety episodes because it can make you feel like you're having an episode by increasing your heart rate, by making you feel unsettled and a bit restless. And some people even experience sweating or trembling after taking caffeine. So we invite you to replace your coffee with something else to drink. Try all of these ideas out. Try the different teas. Add more water to your day. That's important anyway. It makes me think of a letter that we just recently received from a listener who was having anxiety attacks and he just cut caffeine out of his diet. So no more coffee, no more caffeinated soda. And he 
stopped his anxiety attacks. So this is real. If you can step away, and there might be some side effects to stepping away from caffeine for a short period of time, but it's worth it. Yeah, it's not necessarily easy to do these things. When I stopped drinking coffee, it wasn't easy. And certainly falling asleep like that wasn't easy. And and of course, there's that strong push when you feel like, well, I've just got to get my work done and I've got to get through the day. So it's so easy to think, okay, I'll just take take one coffee. So the way is really to do it gently. Um, One of my favorite Ayurveda teachers who I often reference here, Dr. Vasantlad, he says any change, even positive change, can be stressful. If you want to reduce your eating portions, he recommends doing it gradually over time. Don't just cut your eating in half. If you want to reduce caffeine in your life, do it gradually. Sit down with a piece of paper, work out how many cups of coffee you're drinking a day, truly write it down. (laughs) So it's there, the facts are there in front of you or energy drinks, Red Bull, Monster Energy drinks. These, These drinks are also very, very high in caffeine. Write down how much caffeine you're taking during the day and then just look at one coffee you could skip. Right. For a few days. Okay, I can replace that one with this and maybe find something interesting, something you haven't tried before. Be experimental with it. Try some different different options or maybe just replace it with a glass of water. And then a few days later, look at it again and weed out another one and like that over a period of time. And it might take a month or two, but that's a more healthy breakup to do it gradually over time, less taxing on the body. And just maybe keep a journal while you're doing that of of how your anxiety fares as you go with that. Right. Notice how you feel. Notice how you feel as you move along. Yeah. Check in with yourself. And if like you, Shan, you choose to keep a cup of coffee there first thing in the morning, that's got time to get out of your system before you go to take rest at night. Caffeine accumulates in the body throughout the day. It's very slow to leave our system. The effects are fast to leave, but the caffeine in the system stays in. Yeah, it stays in. So it builds up. Yeah. I went from uh, two or three cups of coffee to a couple cups of coffee to one cup of coffee. Then I cut out the cream (laughs) and and added um, either coconut milk or almond milk. And then I cut out the sugar. And when I feel like I want something sweet, I'll put in um, syrup, maple syrup, you know, the the real good stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, if I really want that. So I, I feel like the choices I've made have made it something that it's still very enjoyable to me, but it's a treat versus, you know, something that, that I need to have in front of me all the time. For instance, right now I have a giant mason jar full of spring water. That's what I have in front of me all the time. And that starts right after the coffee that I have in the morning. Mm. Could I give it up? I think I could. There's enough days where I don't have it. There's enough days where I replace it uh, with, with other choices. I think that's interesting to explore choice and yeah you know, we're choosing to take in. I often write for anxiety slayer in in a coffee shop. I like to go out and be around other people sometimes to work, mix it up a bit. Sometimes I'll have a decaf cappuccino Uh and that's a treat. I really like that. Um, But very often I'll have a giant mug of hibiscus tea. If I'm in a Starbucks, that's (laughs) a giant mug of hibiscus tea in front of me while I use their Wi-Fi and facility for a bit. And that's something that's been interesting for me to observe because I would have just for a long time habitually gone for decaf coffee. Sure. You're in a coffee shop and that's what's there. And right. But, uh, then I started looking at 
different teas, chamomile teas. You can often get a nice big pot of chamomile tea in many coffee shops. So you can make much healthier options, much more calming and supportive options. But sometimes we just really need to sit with a piece of paper, have a look and consider whether it's worth the, the debt on our adrenal glands and on our experience of anxiety that taking so much caffeine in during the day brings about. I'm so glad we talked about this today. And again, this is something we're going to be looking at even deeper in our anxiety trigger section of our upcoming Anxiety Slayer First Responder Series, Anxiety Attacks, coming soon. Thanks so much, Ananga. Always a pleasure to share a conversation with you. And thank you to all of our listeners. We really appreciate your support. We're so glad that you come back each week and we'll see you next week. Before we close this episode, I'd just like to say a big thank you to Matt, our latest supporter on Patreon. Thank you so much for supporting our work and helping us keep the Anxiety Slayer podcast going. Anxiety Slayer is now on Patreon. Patreon is a place where you can easily support our podcast and help us go further in depth with our offerings to help you even more. Anxiety Slayer just passed the milestone of producing over 400 free podcasts. But free podcasts aren't free to produce, and each and every episode we create takes hours of work. Ananga and I are on a mission to reach a goal of 500 active supporters on Patreon. Your support will help us keep the podcast going and create Anxiety Slayer extras with in-depth tutorials, mini-courses, and walkthroughs on the anxiety concerns our podcast listeners are asking for help with, like how to get relief from the symptoms of anxiety, how to feel more secure in your relationships, and how to recover from an anxiety flare-up or panic attack. Anxiety Slayer Extras will be available right on our Patreon page and automatically delivered to everyone who supports Anxiety Slayer. If you find our podcast helpful, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash anxiety slayer. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash anxiety slayer.